0: Welcome to day 15 of The Story That Changes Everything. Our readings for today are Genesis chapters 43 through 45. Here are some thoughts to guide your reading for today. When chapter 43 opens, the grain Jacob's family had received from Joseph on their first trip to Egypt has run out. It's time to go back and get more. But they can't go back without Benjamin, and they know it. Judah, the brother who earlier convinced the brothers to sell Joseph into slavery, works hard to convince the apprehensive Jacob that Benjamin must take the trip to Egypt with them. It takes some convincing and some strong promises, but Jacob really has no choice but to give in. When Joseph sees that they have returned with Benjamin, the entire tone of the story shifts. In verse 23, the servant of Joseph says to the brothers, "'You are fine. Don't be afraid.'" And from that point on, their fears are met with hospitality, reconciliation, and peace. They get Simeon back, and a party breaks out. Chapter 44 includes one last test from Joseph toward his brothers. He once again secretly returns their silver, only this time he has a silver cup used for divination placed in Benjamin's pack. Now divination is an ancient practice involving various liquids in a cup, and observing how they respond in order to try to discern the future. The modern equivalent would be something like people who attempt to read tea leaves. The Torah will later forbid such practices, but we shouldn't get too caught up in that here. It's an important cup for someone in Joseph's position, and now it looks as though Benjamin took it. Notice after the trap is sprung and the cup is found in Benjamin's sack that the brothers all return to Egypt with him. Judah, again, takes the lead and gives the longest single speech recorded in Genesis. Pay attention to three key pieces. First, Judah understands everything they are going through to be God's way of exposing their evil against Joseph. And secondly, Judah and his brothers no longer resent their father's favoritism toward one of Rachel's sons. Their love for their father is demonstrated in their concern about his grief, not only in the loss of his wife— But in the loss of the son that he loved that they had together, Joseph, the brothers can't bear to give their father Jacob any more of this kind of grief. And finally, and most importantly, the brothers who earlier were more than willing to abandon Joseph to an unknown future in Egypt will not leave their brother Benjamin now under any circumstances. That's likely the heart of the test Joseph is giving to them, and they clearly pass. The great reversal and reconciliation we as readers have been hoping for finally begins in chapter 45. Joseph breaks down for a third time, only this time he cries in front of his brothers and reveals his true identity to them. He can now narrate his dream not as a promise of power, but as God's plan to enact salvation for the whole family. We still have to wait until chapter 50 for Joseph's most famous statement of faith, but we can read the theological formulations starting here. Notice in verse 22, when Joseph sends his brothers home to get everyone and move into the Egyptian suburbs where he can take care of them, he puts new garments on them. Bing! Those who originally took his clothing from him now receive new clothing as a gift of grace. Amazing. When Jacob hears that Joseph is alive, the text literally says in verse 26 that his heart went numb. After he recovers, he begins to celebrate as well and imagine the possibility of a new life where this life might emerge from all that he thought was dead. How beautiful is this story of reconciliation. Joseph's speech and actions toward his brothers imagine a world where rather than making sure scores are settled and people get what is coming to them, grace is dispensed freely, even upon those who may not deserve it. That's the way these texts want to shape our imaginations. So read them carefully and playfully, looking for things you've never seen before. Listen to what the Spirit might say to you through the text today. Journal some of your reflections, questions, and prayers. And learn to live, like Joseph, with an imagination of grace. We're getting close to the end of the first book. Tomorrow's readings are Genesis 46-48 through 48 and Psalm 7. I'll see you tomorrow.